Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. This is episode 14. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me, of course, is my buddy, Eric. Eric, how the hell's this week been treating you, buddy? It's me, Eric Newcomb, Duke Newcomb's stupid cousin. Oh, yeah. His very stupid cousin. <laughs> so, yeah. Went ahead and bought a Duke Nukem. <laughs> Obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been playing that a little bit. Uh, been getting distracted by other friends telling me to get the heck off that game and play some other games. But Brent. yeah, yeah, been getting a little game time in Battleborn, getting tilted over there a little bit. Um, mm. Family's been sick as dogs, which is to be expected. It's fall time here, so yeah, the yeah, usual. not too pleasant. But hey, you know, mm. all in all, not too bad. How about you? I'm feeling great, Eric, because I finally did it. Everyone who's been listening knows I've been on the cusp of beating Witcher 3 for the past, like, 18 months, and now I finally did it. I finally did it this oh week on Friday. Cracked open a growler of beer, and I was like, I'm going to have a crazy Witcher marathon. It's going to be amazing. And I beat it in, like, 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, well, I'm still going to drink some beers, I guess. And fall asleep. Uh-huh. And fall uh-huh. asleep. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, other than that, it's been a good week playing some Battleborn. Haven't been playing as many matches with you as I'd like because I'm on the crazy weird early shift now, uh, playing Duke Nukem just like you are. And I started up uh, The Last of Us, which came with my console that I bought like a year and a half ago, and I've never touched. So that's pretty fun. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, and also we should mention that if you guys have any kind of chili cook-offs in your towns, wherever you live, go to them. You know, we've been going to this one in our little town for years and years, and I can't tell you how much fun it is. If you don't like chili, you know, they usually have other fun events. So, you know, just Mm -hmm. give it a shot. A lot of fun. Well, I didn't see the mechanical bull there this year. Yeah. So there's there's one less event. What the heck? Well, they did have a fun house, like little bouncy place, though, so. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's safer. Mm -hmm. Well, we saw the drunk people, and, you know, it never goes well, so. Yeah. Smart. Why why would you go get drunk and then slam like 20 chilies? That doesn't. And then jump on no. a mechanical bull. Yeah. That's a recipe for vomit. And like I'm that. sure it happened. Hence there's no yeah. mechanical yeah. bull. <laughs> Nobody wanted to hose down the mechanical <laughs> bull. Thus there is no mechanical bull this year. Exact mundo. So, it's been a fun week for us and of course we did our talented Tuesday as we do every week. This week's subject was Atticus to celebrate the launch of Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, the new story app. I thought we had some pretty entertaining ideas. Well, you and me, Danny did more of a like artistic representation of him, but which all three were pretty darn nice. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I enjoyed, you know, and it's funny because for my own, it took me all mm. of seven minutes to create, which I was very impressed nice. by, and it took uh-huh. me two minutes to think of. So it was even better. <laughs> that's a pretty. That's pretty good. That was a, that was a record time for me this time around. I was very happy with uh-huh. it. And I thought it turned out pretty cool, so. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. As for mine, I was just, as with Raina last week, trying to think of fun things to do. Uh, Big hands? Well, I can't, I literally could not draw him arm wrestling Krieg, which is what I was going to do. But that there's no chance that was going to happen. It's like, what else? He's a big thing. He's got horns. What else is big and has horns? Oh, Minotaur. Horn bros. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Boom. So if you guys haven't seen those, check them out. They're pretty cool. And also, once again, submit your own. I'd love to see some of your guys' interpretations of the Gearbox characters we have at our disposal. 
Yeah, absolutely. As always, you can check out the preview versions on our Twitter account. Check the Instagram for the full versions. You can tweet your creations to us. You can. I don't know if you can Instagram them to us. I, I don't know how Instagram works. Danny, help. But uh, next week's subject is Galt, so get your, get your double-barrel shotguns ready and uh, be prepared. I've got an idea or two. I don't want to hype the people up because it might turn out to be craptacular, but... I have an idea, and I, I think I'm going to have fun with it. The way you've been crying about how you've been playing Galt, though, I have a pretty good idea where you're, <laughs> where you're going to be going with these drawings. I'm not going to talk about my woes and issues <laughs> with, and my inaccuracies That's what this podcast Galt. is all about, man. <laughs> Episode 14, Eric's woes no. and issues. We, if we go down that road, we're never coming back. 16-hour <laughs> podcast, and we're dead by the end of it. It's a dark road down there. <laughs> Speaking of dark oh. roads, segue that means nothing. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Gearbox delightedly gave us some more golden keys for Borderlands 2 yes. the other day. So as per mm-hmm. usual, if you guys need those and haven't seen them as of yet, you can check the show notes below or go to our website or any other form of media that you follow and pick them up. Definitely check out the Twitter account. I retweet them as soon as I see them. So. Heck yeah. If you didn't see them, I saw them. That's right. Somebody saw them, and you're going to get them. That's right. So, as we mentioned in our intros, we did go ahead and buy some Duke Nukem 20th uh, Anniversary Editions, and I've been yep. playing it a little bit. Admittedly, I've probably got about an hour and a half, two hours into it, so I'm not mm. through it. I'm not all the way into it, but I have definitely gotten into the old feel of the first-person shooter in its heyday. Yeah, I, I've just beat the first episode right now before we recorded this, so I'm not super far into it either. But, you know, saying that, I'm not, like, posting up the, like, 3D realms or part-times. I've been poking around every single aspect of the level and, you know, maybe getting lost, I don't know. But, you know, I, I've, I've put a decent amount of time into it, but I haven't gotten super far. So, there you go. Gotcha. Well, we'll kick things off by just giving some general positive uh, thoughts and vibes we had on it, and then we'll kind of move into some criticisms, etc. And uh, Mm -hmm. first off, I want to say, for anybody picking this up, turn on the commentary mode, because, wow, there's all sorts of cool little nuggets they're just throwing all over in there. Some of them uh, are a little on the technical side. You know, I know me and you talked about that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, it was just awesome. And I'll give you an example. I went ahead and headed to one of the space levels. And uh, in it, there was a little spot where you could look out on the uh, look out on the terrace. And they had a cool commentary on that. Mm-hmm. But next to it, there was a little button panel. And you had to press these buttons to solve some puzzle or rather or whatever. And there was a, a commentary there. So I click it. And they go, yeah, so we decided to put in these buttons here. And we're not really sure really why. I guess it was to piss people off and slow them down. I don't know. And nice. I was just cracking up. I'm like, you know, that's exactly why I thought they put it in there because none of it ever made any mm-hmm. damn sense. You know, so it's yeah. stuff like that. There's there's plenty more I could tell you about. But hey, you know what? <laughs> if you get it, get on there, turn the commentary on, and check it out. What do you think of it? Yeah, I, I definitely agree, especially with the commentary part. Even the uh, s- kind of the some like inside baseball stuff they were talking about, like, oh, hey, everyone was using this fire physics pack that came on this, you know, random whatever CD they named. It's like it's cool to know that that's like a thing that was passed around. Like everyone used these specific effects around that point in time. Like I said, I wasn't. I only have vague memories of playing Duke 3D back in the day, so it was kind of cool to hear. 
you know, kind of the decisions they made, how they made stuff, especially in that very first level. I think there's part where it's like, oh, well, we had to shave 20 pixels off of this particular object so we could get a better frame rate over here. And then, you know, other stuff like, hey, this is the this is the way people are going if they didn't find the cool rocket launcher. And I'm like, oh, there's a cool rocket launcher. Well, sneak a poo back and find it. Like you said, lots lots of nice little tidbits, kind of inside info. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that part. And then as for the game itself, uh, it really took me back down memory lane. I mean, I was a mm. huge player of Doom, Quake, especially Quake Arena did quite a bit of that, even though I sucked. I've always sucked at first mm. persons, but I don't know. I'm a yeah. glutton for punishment, so I keep coming back. <laughs> but you put, you put this in, and it was just instantly I was back. Just back into them times, mm-hmm. playing those games, and uh, it just I, I enjoyed it. But I'm not. I can't speak. You know, as you said, I didn't really play a lot of Duke Nukem itself back in the day. And I know they said they yeah, kind of yeah. cleaned graphics up, and uh, of course they did the the voiceovers again with the same, of course, mm-hmm. actor from before. And the voiceovers are fantastic and nice, crisp, and clear. Yeah. But uh, as for the graphics. I, I can't, I'm not a great judge of it, but I don't know. It seems pretty darn close to what I remember. So when they said clean up, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it really just meant light, light touches, basically to maybe the, I don't know, to the fading or something. I, don't know, I can't, couldn't pin down where it was really cleaned up at. Yeah, I, I would assume that the ones, again, like I said, not a big expert, but I would assume the ones from back in the day would be like way blockier and way like sharper and jaggier, even though... Some of them are, you know, pretty flat and jaggedy because it's an old school game. I know one thing that I saw on, I don't know if it was like the Kotaku review, one of the, one of the reviews that Randy Pitchford was retweeting out, they said that they cleaned up the HUD a lot. They kind of minimized it. So it's more, I guess, more Doom style versus, I guess in the old one, again, not really remembering that well, but seeing a comparison shot, it would have your ammo counts for all your weapons kind of in the middle there even if you didn't have those weapons equipped. So it just kind of chopped that right out. And I'm sure there's some other things too. Maybe maybe there was like a whole inventory panel too, just like the weapons. But that's all gone. And I, I think it looks a lot cleaner. Looking at screenshots and video of the old one compared to the new one, I like I like that, that you know graphical cleanup a lot. I will say the one part I did notice a very distinct difference was when he's looking in mirrors. Whenever you look in the mirrors and you look back, it's a very sharp image of what's actually behind you. Whereas I remember in the old version, it was definitely not that way. So, you know, something okay. like that I've seen, but uh, I just can't speak too much to the other stuff just because I just don't remember. Now, granted, I could yeah. pull up some of the old, my one of my old systems, pop it back in, and play it again, but well, I just mm. don't think I really have to. We got YouTube. We got computers in our pockets now, man. If you want to see what it looked like, you can just see what it looked like from some other guy. I don't know how to use computers. From some other guy off of the other corner of the world in Tajikistan doing a speed run of it. He's going to beat every stage in like 30 seconds, but you know, you'll be able to see what well, it looks like. That's true. Technically, we could probably already go on and see the entire game played in five uh-huh. seconds, but hey. Oh, yeah. So my general <laughs> thoughts thus far without having beat it, I would say it's very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's definitely a nice tramp back in time. Um yeah. But I'm not sure that it's going to have any kind of spark to anybody that's younger than us, anybody from like PlayStation mm-hmm. 2 on. I'm not yeah. sure if anybody from then is going to want to really play this game just because it's dated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's clunky as all get out like the old first persons yeah. were. 
and in general the humor is very dated as well and it's something we we enjoyed back then but i just yeah you know with the way the world is now <laughs> i don't I, I don't think a lot of people <laughs> i don't know it. what you could be getting at there eric i just i just a lot can't of imagine care bears and sensitive people out in the world and uh you know they just don't enjoy those old-fashioned sexist racist funny you know on the cuff <laughs> jokes <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you in that it is definitely a blast from the past. I played a little bit more of Wolfenstein, a little bit of Doom, kind of more like watched my buddy play it when I was over at his house. But I definitely like the, you know, the trip back to the, like, you're speeding around this level like on rocket skates, basically. You're moving fast, you're flying around corners, you're circle strafing around enemies. You know, that old school just literally run and gun style. But like you said, everything else about it is... I mean, it is clunky because it's, it's an older game running on, you know, older systems, older ways of doing things. So, like, even little things like shooting rockets at walls and, you know, you get the explosion effect, but then there's just the wall, there's no char on it, you know. Modern gamers are probably not going to look on this very fondly. Um, I've been seeing people on Twitter, you know, Randy Pitchford's been retweeting people who are saying, oh, my God, take me back to my childhood. This is the most amazing thing. Woo, I love it. It's It's great. So for all you old guys like us, I'm sure you will love it, especially if you played this a lot back in the day. I didn't, so it's kind of it's kind of like a 50-50 right now for me. I'm enjoying the style of it more than like the the mechanics or the, you know, the nitty-gritty of it. I will say this, it just came to my head is one thing I've enjoyed seeing from playing Duke Nukem again is some of the techniques they used in the old school first-person shooters. A lot of the uh, yeah. the quick, you know, out of the shadows tactics, dark room tactics, mm-hmm. uh, the hidden passageways with the red key, blue keys, yes. and this and that. You know, I miss those things. Most games nowadays are so large that you just cannot mm-hmm. put that kind of stuff in because you can't expect people to go and navigate every inch and nook and cranny like that anymore. I agree with you. Games nowadays are super large, but they're also like super tight and confined. Like so many games you play now, I'm even seeing it in The Last of Us. And, you know, I'm still in the kind of the, the intro sequence. I just met Ellie. But like you'll walk and Triss will go over to the door you're supposed to go to and stand there until you come up to her and she'll go this way. Well, yeah, no shit. That's why you're standing by the door. So it's like all of these games nowadays funnel you through this like one linear tunnel. So it's nice to see a game that's just like, Boom, here's here's the whole level. It, there's secrets all over the place. Run around, blow up walls. If you find little nooks and crannies, there's stuff there's going to be stuff in there versus you know, like I said, trying to funnel you down this one path, this one corridor and all your NPCs are going, "Go to the left up there. Hey, you see the door? There's a door there. Go mm-hmm. in that. <laughs> go in the door." Versus, "Hey, go find a key. You, well, you found the red key door. Where where the fuck's the red key? Go find it." Yeah. You got to do it. Oh, that is beautiful, right? The uh, the old we're not holding your mm-hmm. hand that you got back in the day. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, today it's NPCs. Oh, you're lost. Let me walk you to the item. Come on, follow mm-hmm. me. Oh, let me pop an eye, an arrow up on your head. A big red freaking arrow that's just pointing over here. Is hey, hey, stupid. Go f- go follow. Mm-hmm. Go over there. And a pro tip for anybody who's rusty and hasn't gotten into the nuke nuke in a long time. And trust me, I had to learn this the hard way while I was playing it. Remember the mm-hmm. ventilation shafts. Don't forget about them. Yes. They are important. <laughs> well, and it is kind of weird because 
like I said, you, you can shoot a lot of things, but some things like don't react to stuff. So I saw my first ventilation shaft up on the wall, and I was like, oh, it's just a texture up on the wall. And then I kind of looked, and I was like, well, you can see through the bars kind of. And then I could blow it up and go in, and I was like, oh, okay. So it's interesting to see like the kind of little interactive bits, even if it's not every single thing in the level. There's there's a lot of stuff you can interact with, even in this old-ass mm-hmm. game. Ain't that the truth? So we're going to talk a lot the whole game as a whole a little bit more next week once we've gotten through mm-hmm. the whole game um but i did want to bring yeah. up like the price point they've got it for 19.99 mm-hmm. which at first glance i wasn't too mad about it seemed pretty fair but mm-hmm. i've got to admit yeah. upon getting it i think 9.99 would have been more in line with what i got yeah i, I agree with that i mean in my case not too many months ago i finished the uh, 2013 Shadow Shadow Warrior game, and it's basically a throwback to these kind of games. You're running all around, enemies are popping up out of nowhere. There's there's not too much stuff you can like literally blow up to find secrets, but you can dig through the levels and find all these secrets. And that game now, you can find that for sixteen dollars or nineteen ninety nine right now. So nineteen ninety nine for me, I think, is a little bit much on this. I know they got you know the whole band back together and made a new episode, so. You know, there's time and work put into this, and obviously cleaning up the graphics and stuff. But personally, for me, like you said, I I think I would rather have gone nine ninety nine for mm-hmm. it. Nineteen ninety nine just seems a little bit steep for what I ended up getting. Yeah, so far exactly. anyway. So I'll withhold final judgment till next week. But for a preliminary, mm. uh, just off the cuff here, I would say if you're a fan of old school first person shooters and you were alive mm. in those days. This is probably something you're going to want to pick up. It's it's a good time. However, if you're newer yeah. to the video game world, as in PlayStation 2 on up, eh, I don't know. If you really want to check it out, obviously go do so. But maybe maybe mm. hold off a little while. Yeah, I, I would like cautiously recommend this. Like I said to you when we were talking about it over lunch, this game's not really for me because I, you know, I don't have all these memories of the game. If you are that guy, this game is for you. You will love it, I'm sure. But if you're not that guy, you might want to, you know, maybe watch like the first level, you know, first first level of first episode on YouTube, see if it's something you could get behind, something you'd be interested in. Um, other than that, I, I mean, I think it's a good game because it was a good game back in the day still, and it's still fun. But I, I'd say it, it's a cautious recommendation uh-huh. for me. So next week we'll have our final reviews on it. I'll make sure to have gotten especially to the newest levels uh, that they added in mm-hmm. so I can check those out and obviously all the commentary up to and in there. And then I'll let you know what mm-hmm. I have you know, on my final say next week. So until then, there you go, mm-hmm. boys and girls. I think that's probably going to still be my final say, but uh, if, I've, if I find anything new and interesting to talk oh, about, you I'll wait. definitely bring Maybe it up. Maybe the new added levels, man, it's going to blow your mind. It is possible. Hell, anything's possible. If you dream it, it can come true. You've been watching too many Disney movies with hey, your daughter, Hey, I've been dude. taking a lot of drugs and watching Disney movies. Yes. <clears throat> and I mean cold drugs, guys. <laughs> now, see, you should have said that in the, in your Duke voice. I've been taking a lot of drugs and watching a lot of Disney movies. Eric Newcomb's been on the drugs. That <laughs> 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 I changed it to like my Macho Man slash Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Your Macho Man slash, slash Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid Man slash any loud person who's ever existed. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, jeez, old Pete's man. Well, I think we need to save me and hop on into the battle plan. <laughs> that sounds good. Back, back to a a modern game, Battleborn, where you can you can maybe be a little bit more sane. That's a, that was gonna say that's not possible. No, that's I'm a broken man. <laughs> so, anywho, it's battle plan, Matt. Let's kick mm. it off. Well, of course, the the big thing that's happening. Uh, like all all over Battleborn right now is Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion story op is dropping today as we're recording this Thursday. The new free face-off mode is dropping, and all the October crazy patch notes and changes are dropping right now. I think they're probably trying to install on my system right now, but I have it open and up right now, so it's not going to work. Uh, one thing that they mentioned specifically in the battle plan that I either didn't know or had somehow totally forgot is that they said all... Uh, PS4 players who were part of the uh, the open beta that they had months and months ago, you get the story out for free, and I swear I never knew that, but that's pretty. I want to say I had a vague memory of it, but disregarded it. Mm. So yeah, I yeah. I think that's pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah, I think well for us we we bought the digital deluxe version anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But and that's why I think I kind of just left right on my head was. You know, I got everything, so I didn't have to worry about it, period. It wasn't an issue. Yeah, but if you if you were in the beta and you picked up Battleborn on sale or you're going to pick it up on sale right now because of all the cool free stuff that's dropped and all the cool changes that are coming to it, hey, if you want to, you can even hold off on getting the season pass because apparently you get the new story app mm-hmm. for free. So. And as you said, the face-off is available to everyone regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, in case you guys haven't already got on there and checked it out, they dropped four new spoopy skins. That was for Deandy, Alani, Reyna, and Pendles. So if those mm-hmm. are any of your favorite characters, take a peek because they've got themselves some cool little Halloween get-ups. Yep, I'm definitely getting the Reyna one because I can't not. I feel like so. I should get Alani's, but uh, I haven't played with Alani in a while. So I've been debating, going back and forth in my brain, whether or not this is a good idea. Alani's totally my main, but I never play her. She, oh, I haven't claimed her as my main in a Shout while. Shout out to Player X on that one. Shout it's out to Player X It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I, although, I know you're going to be scared, but I've been considering getting back on her and really trying to focus on her for a little bit. Yes! The 10 HP heals right. are back! 10 HP, 10 HP. But you know how many 5 10 HPs means? 50, and that's real. Yeah, but you, you usually give me like one before I die or I'm running away, so it's... You can't you, know, you can't say I didn't help. It's, it's usually 50 HP over the course of the match, more like. Dude, I just threw down Riptide, jump in it. But I'm back oh, at too the bad. Base. Oh, sorry, <laughs> too dude. Bad for you. Sorry. I can't hit anybody. I can't get my stupid <laughs> osmosis up. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I look forward to getting back to that. Oh, awesome. But uh, speaking of all the new stuff that's coming to Battleborn, they're going to be starting up a stream actually in like 12 minutes from when we're recording this, showing off all that stuff. So if you guys didn't get a chance to tune into it on Thursday when they originally did it, uh, head over to twitch.tv slash gearbox software. I'm sure there's an archived version there. I mean, if you're at work and hadn't ha- haven't had a chance to play around with stuff, I'm looking forward to checking it out after we record this. I think it's going to be Joe, Elisa, I think Randy Varnell, and oh, who was the other guy? There was, there was, yeah, there was one I hadn't heard of before. Sorry, new guy. Ian Childs. Ian Childs. Ian Childs. Shout out to you, sir. Sorry, we forgot your name at first. We still love you. But yeah, all four of those guys will be in there. 
I think they said they're going to show one playthrough of the new story app, and then I think one or two matches of the uh, face-off mode. I'm not 100% sure if they, but they said two teams of devs squaring off. Yeah, blah, it didn't blah, 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 specify blah. how many matches, so. I don't think. It just said they're going to have two teams of developers there, or whatever, Gearbox employees yeah. going head-to-head mm-hmm. and showcasing off all the uh, wonderfulness of the new mode. So yeah, if, you, if you're, like I said, at work or at home and your PS4 is busted or something, and you want to get your, your face-off fix, that'll be up there, I'm sure, mm-hmm. by tomorrow. So you can check that out. You know, I just want to mention, too, on this. I mean, the hype is pretty darn real all over today. Everybody's been super excited about getting their butts on there today and checking out these new modes, myself Mm -hmm. included. But, of course, what day is it? It's Thursday, and it's podcast day. So, you know. It's podcast day, I'm over here chomping at the bit just as well as you. And I I, kind of had a tear Mm -hmm. come trickling down my eyeball because uh, you mentioned that you turned your PlayStation on or were going to to get it downloaded and... I didn't even think of that. No. So I'm down here in my dungeon, sitting here <laughs> thinking, well, now I'm going to have to download it, and I'm probably not going to be able to play tonight. That's making me sad. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing, just since you mentioned all the hype today, they recently released a, a new trailer for Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, featuring like Atticus with like the, you know, the film noir background and like the film noir voiceover. And that got me, I mean, if I wasn't already sold, I am like a thousand percent more hyped right now. Because as I said, when they first showed off the, you know, his voiceover detective work stuff, that is everything that I love. That is totally my wheelhouse. And I was just like, yes, you guys, you guys nailed it. The whole presentation of that entire trailer was just awesome. I thought it was pretty dang sweet too. And coming off of that, I'm going to skip ahead in the battle plan just a touch. Um, but the lore this week was awesome. The conversation with Ambra mm. and Galt involving, of course, Atticus yeah. and how he's inside the uh, the hologram room or what do they call it? Uh, the mm. situation. Simulation, simulation room, room, I yes, think. Yes, that, that whole thing was just fantastic and kind of gave you a nice look at mm. Ambra as a character instead of Ambra as I see her, you know, outside of the lore, which is pretty just robotic mm. almost. Yeah, they they even gave you some like hints and clues and bits and like teasy little tastes about uh, Sister Arya and what she's all about, what her, not necessarily motivation is, but like the kind of character she's going to be. Like, like I said, just like nice little nice little uh-huh. teases. I thought it was really well done Yeah, this it was week. just a great tie-in to everything coming out. So back uh, to the main stuff, we got the hot fixes this week. And mm-hmm. these are uh, actually yeah. tied in, of course, uh, with the big dog changes and everything else we've already discussed and you've already read all about. Yeah. And one is that uh, El Dragon's mm-hmm. base health is going to be increased by 92. Okay, And as I just said, that is going to be additive to the other changes involving El Dragon this week, which, as everybody's been mm-hmm. whining and crying about, oh, rest in peace, El Dragon. Well, I'm going to tell you that I'm a salty dog and I got my butt kicked all week by that son of a gun. So you know what? Rest in peace, El Dragon. Well, I, I think if if this is the like the overall just discussion between you and me, I took that to mean that he's getting his health boosted by ninety two. Just like overall, do you think that's cumulative with what they did, or is it dropping down the like the one ninety four and then butt up ninety two from that? Uh, I would say changes additive with the previous health adjustments, meaning I think that you're right. I think that they dropped them, and then they added 92 back. That's what I'm guessing. I'm not for sure, but Mm. that sounds 
by the wording what uh, what that would be. Okay, that, that's what I thought too. But I, I definitely think that the the health adjustment was needed because of because of all the damage and stun and everything else nerfs they did to him. If they also made him super easy to kill, it would be. I mean, they just end up doing this again mm-hmm. next week. They just have to buff his health up. The the other thing they did was upped his clothesline damage by 133%, which honestly as someone who's played a decent amount of Eldragon, I think that's needed because I literally never used clothesline to like hit anybody ever. It was my escape tool or my get in tool once I could aug it up to knock people into the air. But I never used it as a damage dealing thing. So having him actually do real damage on his way in or out or, you know, whatever I mean, it's one of his essential skills, so you have to make it useful. Well, imagine, uh, like in Monuments, funneling people into those uh, little hallways and then clotheslining through all the bots and any enemies fighting in there. That's a big deal. That's a huge asset to your Mm. team. Or hindrance, if you're on the opposite side, obviously. For everyone out there, I don't know, wait and see. I don't think it'll be as bad as you think. I I think he, he was so overkill to begin with in certain scenarios when he could pop all this stuff on you. I think... This will balance him mm-hmm. out. And and if it doesn't, well, they can always just buff him up again in a couple That's weeks. Right. So. They'll just have to pick one of the other characters for a little Nothing's bit. Nothing's permanent. Not a big deal. And the last one, we've got the Master of Phoebe Challenge. They went ahead and made sure you have to be character rank 15 now to achieve that. So apparently beforehand, mm-hmm. you could do it before you even max the character out, which obviously that was not intended. Mm-hmm. It's now fixed. Nothing too big. But hey, mm-hmm. cool. Another nice little fix to make things work the way they're supposed to. Then up next in the battle plan, we got the community spotlight. We hit the the lore bit already, but they they introduced one of their community badasses, which they've taken a break from doing that for a while. But uh, they spotlighted a forum member named Lowlines, who's made a ton of like guides and features and like. I I looked down his his impressive resume, and it's like visual guide to blank where blank is every single thing you could ever imagine looking up in this game titles skins taunts maps like damage effects all all kinds of crazy stuff yep he does have a lot in there and you know it's pretty impressive that you got a character in there just dedicating that kind of work to something with you know basically little Mm -hmm. to no reward except for the big old thank you and the pleasure of doing it and helping others out yeah definitely one of those i mean seems like one of those who are just like digging into the data and you know where where these things are how you can find this or that or this or that just like like you said one of those four members who's generally unappreciated but everyone loves to have mm-hmm. around because you always need that guy to dig out that stuff for you so make sure to check out the battle plan and uh click the link and check them out there in the forums and tied into i think it was tied into the lore bit there just just before or just after we got a tiny little sneak peek at uh a new legendary item, I'm assuming it's new, called Arya's Encore, a cooldown reduction item. Uh, it didn't say, obviously it didn't say how to unlock it, but I'm assuming it's going to be in the Thrall Rebellion story op because we've seen that Sister Arya is going to be in there. A little teaser of this new legendary item. Well, and what I'm wondering is if this is, like they've teased like the ultimate one, this is the new like go-to bad man pajama one out of this new story op. Or if it was just basically a cool random one they picked because it tied in with the story uh, that they had in the Lord. Well, the last bit of the battle plan, they announced that, hey, you know, it's been stream madness lately. They're streaming almost right now as we're recording, as we've said a thousand times. They announced that next Thursday, the 20th of October, they're going to have their Kid Ultra Reveal stream. That's going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. 
Again, thanks, Gearbox. I love recording podcasts super late. But yeah, that's going to be our first actual look at Kid Ultra, so I'm looking forward to it. I know you're looking forward to it. Yep, as we've already discussed on the podcast, uh, he's definitely looking like my kind of support character. Stay in the back. Don't yes, have to definitely. get in engagements because I suck at them anyway. And just help the team. You're going to do it anyway. I know. Oh, I know. You're going to go, hey, here's my sidekick power. Zoom in. Oh, what? What? why didn't anybody come with me? <laughs> now oh. I'm dead. Ugh. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next week, uh, check that out. Kid Ultra is going to be up on the big screen, getting some gameplay, really kind of digging into how the heck he's yep. going to play out. Yeah, and as we said before, they said his skins and stuff are going to change the way like all his abilities work and sound and all the effects around him. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that in action too, seeing how, how all that plays mm-hmm. out. So we're definitely looking forward to jumping into Battleborn later tonight or tomorrow to see all the cool changes, play the story app, play face-off mode. We've told you what we're looking forward to, so we want you guys to tell us what you're looking forward to. Give us your feedback. And speaking of feedback... Oh, feedback, it's time. Oh, Oh, random question from the box. Oh, yeah. This question comes from Joe's O's on Twitter, at Joe's, and I think it's a zero S, but at Joe's O's. He asks, speaking of Battleborn, which Borderlands character skins do you expect to see, and for whom will they be available? Brainstorming Hmm. session. Okay, well... Right off the bat, I think you're going to get a um, Axton or Roland skin for Oscar Mike and Whiskey Foxtrot. I think yeah, that makes that's, sense. Hands down, you're going to get one for one on those guys. Yeah, I think we had kind of speculated. I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but I could see a Claptrap skin for Kid Ultra because he's a little robot. He's going to be a short mm-hmm. character, a little you know short, fat character. You could make him boxy pretty easy. I think that'd be a fun skin for him. Plus, with him being a sidekick, I mean, he could have like you know lines about you being his minion, even though he's really mm-hmm. your sidekick. And uh, obviously, uh, the easiest one of them all, Tiny Tina, is going to be Orendi. Ta-da! Well, yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, and oh, hey, hey, I got another great one. Uh, Gage is going to uh, be Shane and Oryx. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I honestly didn't even think about that, but that is perfect, uh, obviously. Yeah, I think about for sure we'll see that. Well, I'll hit you with a double dose since you just got me with two. Um, I'm thinking for Alani, I think you could get, you could do a Maya skin. And if you remember, Eric, Maya was the siren oh, in Borderlands too. Oh, come on, just, man. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking that specifically because when you would uh, phase lock somebody, there was, I don't know if it was just the base ability or if you had to augment it in your skill tree, but it would shoot him up in the air and, and hold him up there so everybody uh-huh. could deal all the damage to him. And, gee, what does Alani always do to you? Oh, it's bubble time. So that, that works out perfect. And then I think for Lilith, oh, gee, she's the Firehawk who has all the fire-based abilities. What? Umbra. You, I, I think that's, that's kind of a no-brainer, too. You, you might have to rework the way kind of she looks and casts things, too, but... Fire, Firehawk, mm-hmm. there you go. Well, as for any of the others, I was trying to, while you were talking, think of anything that would fit for Tales from Borderlands, but they didn't really have any special powers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing there that would kind of correlate, except for just having fun with it. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, nothing there, I don't think. 
either even though I would love to see it and I would think they'd want to promote that because as we've discussed, I think the characters from mm-hmm. Tales from the Borderlands obviously are going to be some of the main characters and or at least uh, part of the next Borderlands story. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to rack my brain to think of some, but it it feels like all the I mean, you could put Tales from the Borderlands skins on anybody really, but I don't think there's really any good any like super good fits. I know I'm sure Joe's O's oh, will yeah. think of a few because he's 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 brainstormed Johnny. I don't know if you've seen him on Twitter. He's he's Going all to over town. the place. <laughs> yeah. The only other one I thought of was uh, Galt. You got to give him a Salvador skin because oh, when he pops his ultimate, he pulls out two guns instead pulls of out just two. one. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Again, that's a no brainer. What I what I'm wondering is once they do these Borderlands skins, are they going to be just you know, there were the Borderlands 2 cosplay skins where, you know, things were a little bit different, but it wasn't total, like, rework of the character. Like, the head was totally different, which was the case with all the Borderlands 2 heads, but the coloration was just, it's Axton's outfit, and it's colored a little differently. What do you think they'll do for the Battleborn Borderlands skins? Well, my hope is that they actually do a full-on skin. And by that, I mean a full costume, a full re-rendering of that particular character. So shape would change yeah. slightly, everything, the very, you know, the whole nine with it. That would be the smartest mm-hmm. way to go. Um, they haven't done yeah. that yet, really. Uh, they've done, the closest I've seen is like um, with Isaac and Phoebe with their bad science mm-hmm. and the um, whatever that uh, happy face red robot one is and while that's that's technically yeah, still yeah. just a reskin but at least it kind of deviated the um the character you know substantially enough mm-hmm. to where it was like i felt like i had something different on my hands uh, so i really hope they do yeah. that with the next one however i'm not sure i see it happening just because trend wise it yeah. hasn't happened as of yet yeah I, I'm i'm with you on that everybody has you know decent enough changes like montana has a shirt on but you can tell it's like it actually is like on his model it's not just like painted on him you know Raina's coat is a little bit different obviously Shane and Oryx being made of balloons is a totally different feel yeah that one's a really different feel so but like you said I would love to see them like totally remodel the characters like if you're doing a Lilith skin for Ombra she can't have her staff because Lilith doesn't run around with a staff but like you said since they haven't like really, really gone that that next level with the skins that even the premium skins they've got right now, I kind of don't see that happening. Plus, that's a lot of resources and time and investment to put into a smaller portion of the game. Considering they have a smaller portion so of the much, game plus so much, yeah. other, you know, so many other things they need to be working on. If the game was taken off well and doing like super bonkers business, I could see them doing that no problem. But since it's kind of, you know, not as big of a hit as obviously we would like it to be, I don't know that they'd put all that much effort into something small like that. Yeah, I think realistically they got to keep it uh, uh, down a bit and focus more on making sure the game runs yeah. smooth and putting out new content and then, of course, creating and thinking of ways yeah. to get individuals into the game or back to the game uh, mm-hmm. so that they have a shot at taking off. But it does make me sad because I would love to see some actual full-on reskins. I'm sorry, I just brought the whole conversation yeah, down. Yeah, thanks with my a lot question. for that. Oh, but it ain't sad, guys and gals, 
Because you know what? Face-offs out there, the freaking Thrall mm. Rebellions out there, they do have some spooky skins. Yeah. And who knows? I haven't seen the, the cast yet, but I was also going to lightly just real quick mention, I hope to goodness they put some pumpkins or something inside of those PvP matches. Just some si- yes, like they did with yes. Borderlands. Just some silly little things. You just mm. bloop. Oh, there was a bush there instead of pumpkin now. Bloop. Oh, there was a tree there. Oh, look, it's a gallows ghost or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just like, you know, I think even in pre-sequel, even if you didn't get to the Halloween area, all the barrels are now yeah. pumpkin barrels. So ha- have the shards be like, uh, maybe not the shards specifically, but have the trees be like little pumpkin pumpkin patch vine things. Well, you can have this just like they did uh, already. They make the shards just uh, candy. Oh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. candy corn yeah. shards. There you so, go. I don't know That's if they perfect. did it because I haven't been able to go play. I hope they did, but mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know. I would love to see even just like little tiny things, not even anything big. A couple pumpkins off in the corner over here. Make make uh, the hidden chests in PVE, make them big like pumpkin jack-o'-lantern uh-huh. chest things where like they explode out. Something like that. Like I said, little things. And if they didn't add it, Gearbox, if uh, any of you sons of guns are listening, maybe add it in next week. You know, I know you guys got plenty of time. You're not working that hard on all this other cool new content you're trying to come out with. You've got plenty of time to add pumpkins and appease me for the two weeks to Halloween. (laughs) There's kicking back on a beach. They drove down to Corpus Christi, dipping their toes in the water, just sipping Mai Tais. Going down to the Piggly Wiggly to get some smokes and pumpkin pie. That's what they all sound like. Yep. That's what they exactly sounded that's, like on the stream. They all sound right. like Scooter. Right. That's what I'm going to believe anyway. Shut up, Eric. So as always, thanks to Joe Zoes on Twitter for his his awesome question. And if you guys have any questions for us, of course, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. We're on Twitter as thirdshiftme. That's thirdshiftme. We're on Facebook under thirdshift. We're Third Shift Me for pretty much any of the other socials you could ever find. Uh, for direct links to any of those, you can go to our website, thirdshift.me. This podcast drops every Friday, as always. So we'll catch you guys again on the 21st of October for our next episode. <gasps> Unless we drop a deep dive in there, maybe. Perhaps. It could happen. You can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic, where we started. We're on YouTube. We're on Google Play Music. We're everywhere you want us to be. And hey, if you like what we're doing, you know, drop us a drop us a rating. Follow us or subscribe to us. Let us know that you that you like what we're doing. Yeah, that helps us, motivates us to keep making all this good old content or terrible content, depending Absolutely. on what you like or dislike. <laughs> Depending on the week. Yeah, exactly. you know, uh, um, but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this particular podcast. Next week, we're going to have a whole crap ton to talk about because obviously we'll have been in there playing Face Off, playing the Thrall Rebellion, getting mm. loot or not getting loot in my case, but still having a blast doing it. Yeah. You know, tell your wife to expect a 14 hour yeah, recording exactly. session. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. as usual, we thank you guys for listening. Without you, this is nothing. Yep. So keep on responding, keep on giving us that feedback. We love it, we dig it. And with that, my friend, yep. I say, don't, don't forget, forget to save. Shut up and sit down.